You're listening to Once, episode 140. It's not easy being green. Initial reactions. Welcome back to Once, the unofficial podcast for ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. Thank you for joining us. We just finished watching this episode. It's not easy being green. No, it's not. And this, I mean, yes, we did. This episode was a little hard to swallow, too, because it meant some of my theories were wrong. It meant some of my theories were wrong. I think they might be the same theories. <laughs> Zelina is truly Regina's half-sister. Yeah, apparently. Even even early on, I thought, well, there's this, not masked, but this obscured figure in a top hat <laughs> who is trying to make her think she's Regina's sister because he wants something from Rumpelstiltskin. Maybe the whole thing's made up. He's showing her images, but it doesn't mean any of them are real. We never saw Cora's face, although I'm sure that was Barbara Hershey availability, but we never saw Cora's face. So I thought, well, it could still be fake. Zelina might actually believe it, which I didn't think she did, or she might have believed it back then because I still don't understand the stealing the blood thing. But it looks like it's true. Yeah, because Rumple confirmed it. And he confirmed it with his little magical test tube. Right, which that was... What did he do? Take her hair? I didn't yeah. observe what he took. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know how Regina got there rereading that letter. That was a little strange. Probably in realizing now that the letter doesn't actually describe her. When all of her life she realized, or she thought it did, and now when she reads it, she realizes, oh... Yeah, this doesn't quite describe me, and it's mm-hmm. really describing someone else. Yeah, well, it was pretty doggone uh, broad. <laughs> now, these are just our initial reactions, so we're going to be a bit all over the place in our theories and ideas, but that's where your feedback comes in for our full episode that we'll be doing Live at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus four over at oncepodcast.com slash live on Wednesday, April 9th. And we usually do the podcast at that same schedule each Wednesday evening. But we'll love your feedback for that. And I'll tell you more about how you can send that feedback in a little bit. One of the things that (laughs) just seemed a little bit weird in this episode was the magic baby. (laughs) (laughs) that was like that was like a super bowl commercial or a youtube video yeah (laughs) did she save them or did she pull the tree up she saved them okay the tree was because he was like she blah blah that tree and he no one ever said i guess he wouldn't because him that he's she never blah she see the baby zelina just magicked me and i couldn't talk they her father never said hey she saved our lives and her mother was just oh that's ridiculous i'm not the least bit scared by falling trees coming at my head and general body area (laughs) so that happened and she really did have a bad father she really did have to shave him and he really did get drunk with who knows what 
So everything she said was true. Who knows what? Everything she said was true except for the fact that she didn't, that she wasn't concerned about appearances in that scene with Rumple. Yeah. Everything else was true. Hmm. Which means she's not as conniving as I thought, doggone it, because I thought she just made up the entire story just to get at him without his knowing. Yeah, so it still comes to why did she need the blood from Regina, mm-hmm. unless it's part of, I don't, I don't know. I know, I don't know either. Maybe part of casting the curse, maybe that's why she needed the blood in the first place. So overall, what did you think well, of the whole episode? I thought it had some great moments because it was really cool seeing mm-hmm. Oz yeah. and just seeing the tornado. And remember, we stay away from spoilers for the most part, yes. at least before... We finished talking about an episode. We stay away from spoilers about the next episode. And seeing that tornado, I was starting to think, yes, she is Dorothy. Right. This is this is Kansas, or she came from Kansas. Right. And no, she didn't. Well, no, she didn't. But I think that, as they've done with some other stories, I don't think we're ever going to see a Dorothy. Well, it could be wrong, because I think back in the day I said we'd never see an Alice, and she kind of got her own show. But I don't know that we'll ever see a Dorothy, because elements of Dorothy's story have been absorbed into what they're showing us. Zelina came by tornado, albeit a green magic tornado, and got—she's the one that got the slippers. And it's apparently the wizard slash Walsh monkey— who came from Kansas. That was cool to see that. I didn't see that coming, although I kept hearing the voice thinking, that voice is familiar. I I kept thinking, because we saw the top hat yes. and the collar, I was thinking, Jefferson? Yes. No, I, I would have heard, somehow accidentally heard that rumor if well, Jefferson I, was in it. I think the funny thing is, I was thinking that, but something in the back of my head now that you say that, I think I saw what appeared to be a spoiler that I quickly looked away from. And it's, I thought that I was spoiled on that maybe. And it was in the back of my head. I don't know, but apparently not. I thought with the top hat and the realm jumping slippers, I thought it made sense. I started thinking back to the episode, the doctor, when Jefferson talked about the slippers with Rumpelstiltskin and he told Rumpel that the slippers had already been moved to another land. Interesting. So that makes me wonder, timeline-wise, that would be that would have to be before this. You know what's interesting Maybe. and possibly disappointing, and we may find this out later, you're, you bring that conversation up, I wouldn't be surprised if they've had this scene in their minds for a long time, seeing the wizard and all this stuff, but all but they wanted it to be Jefferson. <laughs> I mean, why, you know, it... For the reasons I said, it makes sense. He's talked about the slippers before with knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So I can see this having been in their plans for a long time, but I, you know, probably they wanted it to be Jefferson if they could have him. Well, and they called him Oz, the or they called him the Great and Terrible, not the Great and Powerful, right. which is how it actually goes. In what? In uh, in in a particular version of the movie or in a book? In, in the, the book. book. And in the more recent movie, it's called uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Okay. See, I thought, yeah, I thought so many things in this episode looked great. I thought Rebecca Mater is really 
kind of starting to hit her stride with this character. Some of the facial expressions and the ways that she delivered some of her lines were just a little uh, a little less her and a little more Wicked Witch. I was enjoying her performance. Yeah, and now we know that Envy did literally turn her green. <laughs> I know. I still... I'd still like to see something a little bit deeper or more nuanced in her motives, but I think she's just, she just actually is psychotic. Yeah. Still don't know why she wants the baby. Well, I'm, it's a good question because it seems like very in line with Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, it seems like what Zelina wants to do is change a law of magic and go back to yeah. the past. Maybe go back to the past and do everything over again. <laughs> I, I don't know where this baby comes in. Maybe what she wants to do is go into the past and trade babies somehow. And that uh, Regina would be her baby and she would give the other baby, baby to Cora. But then that starts making really weird paradoxes. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> that's like when one tree grows through another when you look at the family tree her sister is her daughter no 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 i i'm not sure what she wants to do she does seem to want to time travel and i don't know if it would be a pretty weak law of magic if you can't change the past from a distance but you can definitely time travel that's kind of funny well we don't know for certain it's time travel she said she wants a second true. chance true true so that could mean like a curse yeah, maybe but not a curse. Maybe maybe everyone going back in their minds to what they were like back then, forgetting everything since then. That would make for some very um, <clears throat> awkward diaper changes. <laughs> I don't think that's probably quite <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be oh, a terrible reboot of the show because already, in some ways, many people are saying that Once Upon a Time has just rebooted itself with a new curse. Oh, no, it hasn't. Same thing. There, yeah, there are many things that are different about this. I mean, I said before that I don't see the overall story arc anymore. I don't see something connecting what's happening here. I don't see a one-story timeline. I see as though sort of the initial story that was told with the show kind of came to a close with the end of episode 11 of this season that's how it felt in a sense like the original curse was broken mm -hmm. like completely broken and destroyed and reversed even and all those things that we've been watching the motives people have had throughout the show have kind of resolved overall to some degree and especially in this episode because we saw mm -hmm. Zelina just rub rumple's face in it the fact that he worked so long and so hard to get his son, mm -hmm. and now his son is gone. Just continuously rubbing his face in it like that. And we saw an actual funeral, so yeah. we have to accept it. Neil is gone, yep. despite however bad it was. And they made a bold move. Yes, this is bold storytelling to rip away right. someone's happy endings like that. Which is kind of what I had just accused them of not being willing to do. Yeah. <laughs> so... They have some kind of plan about how they're going to redeem the story. Maybe not the characters, but yeah. the story. Because, like Selena put out in this episode, that Rumpel did all of that, and now his son is completely gone. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so the the only arc from the beginning would be Henry and Emma, really, mm-hmm. and Regina. I mean, yes, the characters themselves, I suppose the arc of a family becoming a family is still there. But the whole premise of the show has actually resolved to some degree. Yeah. It is a new curse. Not cast in any way connected with the original motives. But that's, I mean, that can be okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I can see, I can see people feeling like there's a disconnect because there kind of is. There's no one thread really except sort of Henry and Emma. But there's, I mean, there's still obviously some things that have been started in prior seasons that are continuing now. Speaking of things that have been started in prior seasons and continuing now (laughs) is our huge gratefulness for your support of One's Podcast with your kind donations. Specifically, for this episode, I want to thank Steve Johnson, David Newland, Lisa Slack, Laura Silva, and Lori Ann for donating to make this episode of One's Podcast possible. We really appreciate the support because it does cost quite a bit to run the podcast, and your kind donations really help with that. And each of these are subscribers. So that means that they're automatically donating every month a certain amount for episodes that we release. We really appreciate that. And if you would like to make a donation, it can be a one-time donation or an automatic monthly donation. Please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And we'd really, really appreciate that. So big, big thank you to Steve, David, Lisa, Laura, and Laurieanne. You keep us from turning green. And we appreciate Mm. that. Thank you. I have a how-it-should-have-ended moment. How's that? Delina tries to take Regina's heart. Regina gives an epic uh, retort, I suppose. And they stand there and stare at each other. And Regina sticks out her hands and grabs her or throws her, whatever she did. She didn't take Zelina's heart. Why didn't she take (laughs) Zelina's heart? She didn't even try. She could have controlled her. She could have killed her. She could have done whatever she wanted. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? And, oh, my, come on. They just repaired that clock tower since the last person was put through it. I know. (laughs) It's like sad. That was sad. But it was sort of like that in reverse, which made it almost funny, but also sad and kind of ironic, really. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of scary watching Regina fly through the air. But the stupid clock tower, are they just, what? why? It is, Put it back together, it's iconic. It can't have its happy ending. It keeps being ripped from it. Its happy endings keep being crushed. Yeah. Well, there are enough people in the town who can fix it by waving their hands. So, that's true. you know, that's okay. I I thought, funny to hear, and at the same time, a little weird to hear mm-hmm. maybe some weak acting-ish. Ooh. But when Rumpelstiltskin was talking about meat pies. Weak just, acting from Rumpelstiltskin? Well, from Robert Carlyle what? in this particular scene. It just, why to me, it just felt like it was being a bit too forced. But at the same time, it He's just sounded like so... Agony. Well, at the same time, it sounded so funny no. hearing evil Rumpelstiltskin, conniving Rumpelstiltskin yeah. talking about meat pies. It just you struck me as... I didn't think it was... Odd. I don't know. I thought it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
he was he remembered it shows us too that he remembers yeah. all of that yeah that's true he clearly knows who she is and all of their history which is interesting i guess it's certainly a more um a smoother grafting than some other characters added to history later on in a certain other show and speaking of knowing their history i wonder how is it that the wizard can know so much and see so much but now we know he's been collecting magical items right so maybe he has magical items in order to be able to see maybe it's embedded in the floor by the way i think this was the first episode no 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 i'm sorry i was going to say where they had color a different color in the um, oh, title sequence oh, but no. no i just suddenly realized no there are a bunch of episodes that have had color in different i knew ways. instantly what the flame was yeah i was like oh oh the wizard is going to be in this episode uh, and while we're on little quibbles <laughs> uh so hook suggests that he tell henry about when his father was young and emma just goes oh you do that she doesn't think of the age problem Come on. You know what? I didn't either. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to go over real well. Well, I was thinking, oh, <laughs> that, that's a good idea. <laughs> so, oh, and you're how old? Dude who totally dresses like a pilot likes to sail and has a hook. <laughs> and is probably a psych patient who thinks he's Captain Hook, who actually is Captain Hook. They're, eh, they can't, I don't know. I'm glad Henry's questioning constantly, but I don't think he's questioning quite enough. I feel like he should be looking for a bus. And he's going to go find his real mom. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, wait. (laughs) No, he's just going to go back to his pizza. His true love. True. And he's going to kiss that pizza and he's going to get his memories back. Because the pizza loves him. Yeah, really the best ship from this entire series (laughs) is Henry and food. Any kind of food. Henry and food. That yeah, could be pizza or Penry. <laughs> and now we know why Zelina calls the Walsh monkey beautiful one. Of course she does. She created him. Yeah. Well, she admires everything she does. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder a little bit what happened to Wonderland after that. The wizard just disappears. You mean or Oz? Oz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know. That's a good question. Depends on what his role really was. Well, that in this was particular story. Yeah, that was the city of Oz, which looked very modern. The Emerald City. It, yeah, Emerald City looked very modern with its lights mm-hmm. pointing up into the sky. I almost expected to see helicopters flying around <laughs> it. Helicopters? I don't need no helicopters. It just looked like there should have been helicopters and maybe like right. a King Kong. I was. I knew you were going to go to King Kong. It's because it looked. Not even just modern, but maybe even kind of. Is there a thing as such as blah, such a thing as retro modern? Can I say that? Yeah, like it looked kind of forties, maybe. Yeah, just the impression in my head. I, we're gonna have to watch that again. Which is around the time though that the Wizard of Oz movie came out, like with the introduction to color in mm-hmm. the show and some of the ways that they did that. I thought everything in. Oz looked really good, personally. Like, there have been some... uh, Okay, honestly, I didn't think that Wonderland, (laughs) like, the the very Wonderland characteristic scenes 
mm-hmm. even when it was first introduced, looked all that good. Maybe because Wonderland was just too whimsical. It was designed to look that way. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was like, yeah, it didn't look like it had any oxygen. But this place, the Yellow Brick Road and the Emerald City were pretty impressive. And I thought the set, I didn't find myself looking at her in the wizard's room, whatever you want to call it, and going, oh, that's a CGI set. I didn't notice. I didn't, I mean, if there were CGI elements like there probably were, there was enough that worked that I wasn't thinking about it, which is kind of, you know how these things would ideally go. (laughs) But a lot of their sets, you kind of go, the light doesn't quite fall right, or that person moved from the background kind of awkwardly. And, you know, by the way, speaking of Oz, we went to Oz. We did. Oh, (laughs) We got to see Oz. I didn't want to gloss over that point too soon. But, yeah, something we've been looking forward to seeing. from Since the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Got to see where the flying monkey came from. Maybe just a poster. Right. And that inspired Zelina for what to turn Walsh into. I think so. Yeah. Looked like it. But (laughs) I, yeah, it's very fulfilling. We're off to see the wizard, the most wonderful (laughs) wizard of Oz. I hope, though. The most terrible wizard of Oz. The most terrible. Okay. Since they clearly have wanted to do Oz in some form from the beginning, I hope that we eventually, eh, I hope before the end of the season, see something that makes us say, oh, of course. And it's a bigger story arc that encompasses everything we've seen so far and everything that starts to go from here on out. Like maybe a similar concept to what we've at times theorized that somebody was pulling the strings from higher up the way we thought, oh, Regina did all this. No, Rumpelstiltskin did it. Maybe there's somebody... And they're like, well, let's influence this. And, and a this. lot of people are saying, sneaky fairy, sneaky I fairy. No, but no. No. Poor sneaky fairy who's not sneaky would just be a pawn in all of this. Clearly, it's Pongo. Sneaky <laughs> Pongo, who's not really a dog, but prefers life as a dog. That way he can sneak in and out without ever being detected. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, we want your feedback. We don't want you to just sneak in and out and, without being detected. We want to detect you. We want to know what you think of this episode. Please email us your thoughts and theories to feedback at oncepodcast.com. And in the subject line for that, put, it's not easy being green. Or for short, you can put in there, being green as the subject line and send that to us. Or you can call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221. Or go to the website, oncepodcast.com, and send a voice message right through the website on your computer or iOS device. We'd love to hear your feedback and theories and incorporate that into our upcoming full discussion, where we will have Aaron and Jacqueline and Hunter joining us as we discuss the episode of Once Upon a Time. It's not easy being green. By the way, our Once Upon a Time in Wonderland podcast just covered the finale, and that episode should be publishing about the same time as you're getting this episode, probably. And we had a great discussion, brought out some fun points, some of your favorite lines and favorite moments from the series. But if you're subscribed to it and haven't heard yet, don't unsubscribe. And in fact, you might still want to go and subscribe because we have some cool surprises coming. So don't unsubscribe from that podcast until we tell you to. 
you don't have our permission yet. That's right. If you do, we might turn you into a flying monkey. <laughs> as tempting as that is, you don't want to do it. You, you have to put up with smelling bad all the time. No one will ever marry you. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Mostly because you turn into a monkey and try to kill them. <laughs> Please comment on the show notes, too, if you want to respond to anything specifically that we said in this discussion of our podcast by going to oncepodcast.com slash 140 and follow us on twitter at once podcast and you can follow each of us individually on twitter i'm daniel j lewis on twitter at the roman noodle i'm jeremy laughlin on twitter at phlegon p-h-l-e-g-o-n we'll talk to you again in our upcoming full discussion of this episode but until next time wipe away those tears and put on a good face <laughs> and make me breakfast <laughs> And thanks for listening. <laughs> Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, either a one-time or automatic ongoing donation, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.